0: They have to enjoy their own worries. Why pray when you can't worry? <laughs> I mean, think about it. You, you have prayed, so you are not worrying. Today they are worrying because they don't want to pray. And you are, you are trying to argue with them on what, what worry has breathed in their life comparing to what prayer has bettered in your life. What agreement has prayer with worry? Come out from amongst the argument and be separate. Do you get what I'm explain here? You're getting my point. Many times, look, that's what the. Look, 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 look. I, it was last week. Just three of us were talking here. Okay, Muti said, listen, no. Ha. He said, the word is working, Oh, no? We don't realize it. You're just talking about, you hear people talk. I said, why don't I reason like this? He said, actually, the word is working. Sometimes I meditate, I said, Lord, how do people cope in this life? How? They don't have God. Listen. If you come, jam yeah, my motto. I end it with Thanksgiving. Don't think I've not had trouble before. Go and read my book. Great faith can be yours. I talked about the fact that Isaac died in that book. Even when Isaac dies, we give thanks. Why? Because we must not lose. David said, Listen, this one is worth to me more than thousands of gold and silver pieces. Are we going to lose something and still lose this gold, spiritual gold and silver pieces? No. So I wonder for people, look, listen. My car has been ruined before. I didn't see the car again. I gave somebody, please, sir, so, so let's use your car. Next to I head, I didn't do some my sugar. And the Lord just showed me a sign before that. time. said, Banker, I watch over you. Don't worry about that. Small sign. You know? Small. And that's how I read my life. I was about to park my car. And something me just say, look at that guy. He will run into you if he moves. You know, I just looked in that direction. That car. Now listen, there was nobody inside though. And the car was some distance away. I reversed my car and parked. Later on, I got a call. Long distance. My, call, my friend called from the UK. So I came out of the hall to come and talk with the guy outside. So I have some quiet. It was an engineer telling me, sit down, watch drama. I sat down. I saw that man walk straight out of the premises of the guest house we were using. Just walked out of the, the corridor, entered that car I saw earlier, put his car in reverse, and ran into my car. And I was watching everything like slow motion. And I was on the floor as this was happening. And people got up to go and check. That small reverse by like two, three meters moved the body of the car away from its path of impact, leaving only my bumper there. So as he ran into the car, he hit only the bumper. The car rocks to and fro. Steady, that guy jumped out, put his two hands on his head like, hey, I don't buy a job today. I don't chop busy. I just sat there. I was still on the phone, talking to my friend, watching people come out. Hey, what happened? What happened? What happened? Oh, don't worry. There's no problem. There's no problem. It's just the bumper. Just the bumper. just the bumper. Oh, there's nothing. There's a small scratch on the bumper. Ah, the guy said, thank God. Owner of the car. I just stood out watching everybody, solving my problems for me in front there. Less than an hour later, I got a phone call. My car I gave to somebody. had dumped plenty of somersault. I took that one as the Lord telling me. See? I could have stopped that one. I did not. So don't worry about it. What did I do? I didn't worry about it. So that is why I, I, I marvel for people. When you don't trust God, what do you trust? That's why people go crazy. One woman in America sat down. This was in Texas. Four or five children. She waited for all of them. Shot them one by one. As I come back from school, wham, shoot, cock the gun, wait for the next one. Now opens the door, enters the house, wham, their mother. Not the housemaid, not the witch in the village. The mother. When she had finished shooting, all of them she now carry the phone and call the police. Please come. What is it? I just shot four kids. Or five. Why? They were getting on my nerves. You want to arrest me? You know, even you, police, you go confused. <laughs> okay, if I arrest you, what is it going to do to the society? Nothing. I still remember the funny lady. Her boyfriend, not the father of the children. No. She had two children. Her brother said, I don't like coming to your house. Why? Because of your kids. This girl took two children, put them in the car, said so we are going out, put them in their car seats, strap them down, push the car into the lake. You know? You know why you don't do such things? The word works. works. (laughs) It's because the word is working. Don't think that, no, I'm not like that. Believe me, you have not seen trouble. David said, when my heart is overwhelmed, there are times people's hearts have to be so overwhelmed, they don't know what they are doing. That first woman I was telling you about, she didn't have a history of mental problems, nothing. Life just choked her to a level. She shot all the children and called the police. They said, why? Say said, I was tired of them. That they were getting on her nerves. She didn't like the way they were behaving. What's the solution? So I killed all of them. Why? Because she can't pray. I mean, why pray? Why well, you can't shoot? <laughs> you know, I, I just marveled, I said, how do they cope? How do they cope? No wonder psychiatrists are so needed in those countries. Because no matter the calamity that comes into your life and mine, we just kneel down and we learn that from Job. We give thanks. His affliction, I know it's terrible, but Lord, what are we going to do? Even though he slays me, yet I will trust him. I started by trying to explain that the word works. You take the Psalms, you read them out like this. Is changing you. Are you getting my point? Yes. That's what that's the primary thing prayer does. It changes you. It doesn't get you money. Before it gives you money, it first proves to you that life does not come from money. That's what prayer does. Jesus had the power in his hands. He said, use it. You are hungry. Are you not? He said, Very, very. I've not eaten in 40 days. Turn these stones to bread. Somebody said the word works. But oh, what did the word do? Did he turn the stones to bread? No, you know this is one want to testify the word works. Say, so, brethren, I took the stones in my hands. I began to speak to the stones. Oh, <laughs> I stole the stone Stone. I command you become bread. And brethren, I see have one loaf, remaining those want to talk. I hope say, oh, praise the Lord. The word works. Now, what did Jesus do? The word works. Somebody say, amen. amen. The words turned him into somebody who said, Man shall not live by bread alone. That even though I'm hungry, I will not turn stones to bread. That was the word working. That was God looking at him, saying, Because you have not asked for bread, but you have asked for satisfaction when there is no bread. Therefore, I will give you wisdom. That's what he did to Solomon. And then I will not give you all kinds of bread. No wonder one day people were hungry. He took a piece of bread, broke it. Each piece became full again. He broke them, became full again. And as he was breaking, the bread was replenishing. Why? He had understood that man does not live by bread alone. So what he was living by was coming out of him and showing up like bread in the eyes of people to see. If he had turned stones to bread, he would not have fed 5,000. Hmm. Somebody say the word, is the word is working It's changing you, that's the primary thing it's doing So when we take these Psalms Believe me, that's what prayer is doing So we take it in our personal lives We look at it We declare it Even when our lives don't seem to have conformed to some things in there, we declare them by faith yes, We declare them and say Lord, your word, the word of your mouth Is better to me than thousands Of gold and silver pieces You say that to yourself every day in prayer. Just take a segment. Say this segment for the next one month, I'm fasting on the matter of affliction. You know what fasting is about now? I'm fasting on the matter of affliction. Like I said, fasting doesn't have to be from, you know, people say six to six. You're not a Jew, you're a Christian. Some of these things we do. Anyway, let me not go there again. (laughs) You can decide that, listen, my fasting is from 5 a.m. till 10 o'clock a.m. Why? Because I don't have leave. So, I, and listen, these are the disciplines of life. For you to be able to wake up at four, be ready, start praying and everything by five, and not feel sleepy at work, you go to bed early. Yeah, you get my point. When they say, hey, hey, hey. <laughs> this Angelina's birthday. Said, I can't come. Ah, she will be hot too. Say, don't worry, she will, she will feel better after some time. It's true now. She will be hot. Don't worry, she will heal. Because as long as you finish, You go to your house, do all the things you need to do, and go to bed. Why? Just a few hours every morning. So you wake up early. By 4.30, you're awake. You've brushed your teeth. You've had the bath. Clothes are laid out. Then you start. While everybody is sleeping, that's fasting. Like I said last time, don't think you are fasting because you are hungry. Meanwhile, the day of your fasting, you're washing your clothes. You're watching the latest matches. You're watching everything happening on social media. And as you are fasting, you are washing your clothes and checking updates on Facebook. Tell me you are fasting. No, you are hungry. You ain't fasting. You are just punishing yourself. You are starving. But what is the real fast? You take this psalm like that. Wake up that early. And see, this, this month, it is about the way I handle affliction. Start looking at all the negative things that happen in your life. Start thanking God for them. Say, Lord, what did I learn? Now, listen to this. You Nobody know wants to do something for people here. He wants to remove every iota of trust in people. Now, listen to those who will disappoint you. Your father, your mother, your brother that's very rich. He has money. Every time you call him, he's always complaining. He doesn't know what's wrong with this country now. Don't be angry with them. God is doing that deliberately to you so that you will lose trust in human beings. So you wake up those moments. I remember those one by one. The day I needed that money. Critically, my uncle I knew the guy has money refused to give me. Father, I want to thank you. Before I was afflicted like that by my uncle, I went astray. I was trusting human beings. But you know now, I trust only you. Oh, I thank God for my own personal experience in Kingdom of especially. This ministry. I don't know how the Lord did it. From day one. He made sure that I never trusted anybody for money. I can't even manipulate people with money. See the way we take our offering announcement here. It's as if you want to give, it's your problem. If you don't want to give, carry your money, go home. Yeah, I'm begging you to give for what? Did me and you discuss I wanted to do ministry? No. So why should I be harassing you that I need your money? Where's money coming from? <clears throat> from the Lord. He knows how he does it. I learned early. You can't trust people. People so, tell I me, mean, start a church so that you can collect us an offering. You know when God wants to do you strong thing? <laughs> it's when you start that church, eh? all the little money you're getting before we vanish. you now realize that there's no human strategy for getting money. It's only God that gives it. I learned that thing Very early. Very, very, I don't know how i even learned it. I learned it very early. The only person I ever opened my mouth one day and told, give money to Kingdom World Ministries. Now, you say, why did you do that? It's because he's my friend. No, I wasn't saying, please, we need money. What just happened was that we're adjusting. And if I, buy, if I have a new book out, he rushes it. He will listen to all the messages we record here. And I said to him simply, I said, then I think he should give us money. And I was teaching you a principle that actually, spiritually speaking, you owe us. Why? We are feeding you with spiritual substance. Paul said, as a matter of fact, we should receive material things from you. Because he's a friend, I just wanted to share that with him. And he said straight to my face, I don't want to give you. <laughs> I'm serious. He told me to my face. So I said, I'm sorry. Not to him, or to the Lord. Even the Lord knew I was not trying to collect money from him. And believe me, God has been good to us. Yes, he has been good to us. This year we have so multiplied. Double the number of registrations we are on in just a few months. Went up from like 5 to like 11. Not like we are owing the ones that we are on before. We are not owing nobody. I ain't nobody. I huh? ain't anybody. The Lord is good. Honestly. (laughs) So you need to learn that just thank God. Just affliction. Adam, after I give him that big offering, I fell sick. Lord, I want to thank you. You proved to me that my offering cannot buy my health. People have fallen sick before and they can't understand. I fell sick. Why? Why should I fall sick? God, maybe the heavenly accountant is not calculating properly. (laughs) Check it now. The money I got was 150,000. I gave 16000 the extra 1000 just in case. <laughs> God, why did you not rebuild the devourer? But when you are dealing with affliction, you know what you do? You lift your hands. Say, Father, I thank you. Because after that time, I see they give you, but not they expect anything. Because let's not quarrel in this heavenly family. Let us not quarrel with my heavenly father. <laughs> I don't want to tell you some stories now because you wonder. One day I was in school. Somebody said to me, "Let me give you small gist. I understand some of this that I teach now." Somebody now said to me that, "No, if you don't give God ten percent, Devora, no prosperity for you." I said, "No, the Bible, the young guy was on campus. The Bible didn't teach like that. No, look at the way I can script. Somebody now said, "God said, prove me now." I said, "All right, no problem. The Lord, that's what they say. You said fine." So as soon as my father sent money. I took 10 percent of it. I said, you guys call it a tight. So I dropped it. God said, fine. Then the good Lord, in his infinite mess and everlasting kindness, called one devourer. This is that guy teaching me a lesson. Devourer came after me. I kept my clothes outside. Devourer collected everything. Bros. Devourer went after me like this. What is going on? For the first time I entered University of Benin, I was broke. I could not eat. No phone. For the first time I borrowed money around home, I said, Daddy, I, beg-. I said something, they happened. I was, so I now went and told one brother. Did I, 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 I suffered that period. Now I went and told the brother who preached the message. I said, you said, prove me now. <laughs> Should I tell you what I experienced from the proof? <laughs> he said, no, it's a seed. No, you told me proof. <laughs> what? When did it become a seed? He said, No, you have to nurture it. It takes time to grow, my friend. You are talking about what you don't even know. After that, I said, Believe me alone. Let me go back to the doctrine of God I understand. Give generously. Give generously. Even 100%, you feel like giving, give. Let love provoke everything. Before I was afflicted, I almost believed that doctrine. It wasn't like that. Someone said, Someone This shape your doctrine. No. It was people trying to persuade me to abandon things. That said, Prove me now. And then I said, "Banking, Nothing personal. Just trying to help you. Because they're going to have to teach people for me. So look back to affliction and say, Father, thank you. One brother wrote to me, he said, Listen, that he planted a very heavy seed, he prophesied. He did everything and he wrote an application and he believed God for that job. And then the day the result of that interview came out, they didn't take him. The job he thought he had, he lost it that same day. So he wrote to me and said, Man of oh God, what happened? I replied, I said, At least now you are getting to know God better. So you see, you still couldn't get you that job. I said, Listen, what you practice is not scripture. You had your confidence not in the Lord, but in your self-righteousness. Say, so go and pray. God will find another job. The seed is the word of God. That your money is not the seed. If you want to give, I keep on telling Christians, give. What are you trying to tell God that He can't listen if you use the name of Jesus? What are you trying to add to it? Think about it for a moment. Ask my children here, two of them around, what have they ever given me when they want to ask me for something? Something is a spiritual principle. Agreed. I just don't need it. I have something better. I have something better. Imagine, no, just, sounds like, you know, just a joke. I was in my office. I was getting a lot, debit a lot, debit a lot, ah. I did hear the gate of it a lot. And I said, oh, my wife is in Lagos. and She has my ATM card. I said, no wonder. <laughs> so when... <laughs> <laughs> ah, you know, I was in the office with of my colleagues. You, come, you look at uh, ATM draw, $20,000. Ah, okay, another one. Ah, what is going on? <laughs> <laughs> now, 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 imagine this scenario. She wants to buy something. And I say, madam, hey, do you have money? She said, no, I don't have any money here. And I say, please, just help these people. They are carrying load here. If you just help them carry from here to there, they pay 200 naira for each one you carry. If you carry five times, it's 1,000. Now, let me ask you, is it true or false? No, imagine this. Is it true or false? If she did that, will she get the 1,000? Yes. But will she do that? She, what would she say? I don't need to. This is my husband's ATM. Do you have an ATM machine here? They'll say yes. You walk over there. Pink, 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 pink. Twenty k. Boom. Those who are walking, now I don't know. <laughs> they will get their two two hundred naira. They will get their two two hundred naira load. She's just saying, I have my husband's ATM. I don't need to carry your load. That's why I tell Christians. Why do I not believe I need to so to get something from you, from God? Because I have the name of Jesus. I'm not saying the principle doesn't work. I just don't need it. Please enter your secret number. J-E-S-U-S. Wait while your transaction is processing. I just pause there and wait. That is the principle I preach. People say, no, if you need something you give, it's not true. James said you have not because you did not ask. Or when you ask, you did not ask correctly. I might say if you give, you don't receive. I never said so. I just said when you want to receive, when receiving is the primary thing on your mind, it's not the time to give. It's the time to ask in the name of Jesus. But every good work has a fruit. Never forget that. Every good work a believer does has a fruit, but he must never do it for the fruit. Why? I, the Lord, I check the heart. Why he's doing it comes up to me first before I consider what he did. And those do, that do things that actually produce fruit, as a rule, they don't know when they did it. Later on, the Lord will now point out to them. Enter into the joy of the Lord. Why? When, you were, when I was hungry, you fed me. When did we see you hungry and we fed you? When was the time that is the thing that gave them that great reward? They did not know when they did it. Oh, thank God for the name of Jesus. Somebody say amen. Amen. It's more powerful than all my own works. Much more powerful. So like I was saying, I take time out. I'm fasting. I'm counting all the disappointments of life. And I'm doing what? I'm thanking God for them. In each one of them, I learned a lesson. In each one, I learned a lesson. Let me tell you something. Do you know Job was a righteous man? Do you know God was impressed with his righteousness? Do you know God was also disappointed with his level of righteousness that the whole earth had? God was impressed only because Job was the best. But God said, This is not my own kind of righteousness. No God, look. I don't have time to go into details, but God said it clearly. This is not my kind of righteousness. Job's righteousness is not a good type. Is it righteousness of works? Why? Job said. Go and read Job twenty-nine, and that's how many Christians are trying to sit inside right now. Something that did not actually finally bless Job. In Job twenty-nine, David said. Job said in that Job twenty-nine. He said, oh, that I will, like in the days gone by, when my children were yet with me, when my feet bathed with butter, and the rocks poured out for me streams of oil. And he described all the good things that God had done for him. He said, why? Because I helped the widow. I helped the fatherless. Because of this, he counted every good thing that he had done. Job said, I prospered because I learned to help people. And God said, that is why I need to move you to another level. By the time God was through with Job, listen, God gave him back double. Are you getting my point? You know what he was saying? He was saying, everything you did before, it gave you that level of blessing. When you know me properly, the blessing I can bring into your life doubles. So Job said, I heard of you with the hearing of my ears. I understood some spiritual principles and some spiritual keys, and it worked. He said, but now I see you. He said, what he did he now say? He said, now I repent in dust and in ashes. After that day, Job did not feel righteous anymore. His sense of righteousness died that day, because he saw the holiness of the God he had to deal with. He thought he was a good man, but by the time God was true with him, he saw God, and he felt like a dirty old man. He felt like a dirty sinner. He said, God, why on earth were you relating with me? And God was saying, in effect, it's called mercy. It's called mercy. I see your heart, I love your heart, but I'm not relating with you because of your good works. I related with you because of my mercy and because the time is coming that is, all the animal sacrifices you are doing, somebody is coming to give the real thing. I am coming down the body of my son to die for your sins. That's why i was relating with you. Not because of anything you are doing yourself. Listen, for chapters, Job had defended himself. That's why I like to be a Christian. When I get to the place of prayer, you love thank you for your mercy that you have shown in Christ Jesus. There is nothing I'm asking you for that I deserve for any reason. If we're able to be faithful in anything, we are grateful for the spirit of faithfulness. Which did not even come out of us. Are you getting my point? He said, no. Paul said, who are we to think as as if any sufficiency came out of us? He said, no, nothing. Our sufficiency is of God. Who has made us sufficient as ministers of the New Testament? That was where, listen, that was the level God took Job to. Believe me, one day in heaven, Job will look back and say to God, before, no, not even in heaven, on the earth, when the guy had understanding, when he had insight, before I was afflicted, I went astray. You say Job went astray? Yes. If he did not go astray, why was he repenting in dust and ashes? He said, but now I obey your word. Many people have looked at Jeremiah, uh, Ezekiah, and said, Ezekiah said to God, I have done everything right. Go ahead and read what Ezekiah said. The prayer of Ezekiah was in two parts. The first part recorded as his prayer. The second part, the thanksgiving afterwards. You will know that when they say, Ezekiah, you are going to die. it wasn't bragging everything I had done right. When he finished speaking, you know, the Bible is condensed. When he finished speaking, the Lord tapped him and said, Do you know what, I'm going to kill you now. Showed him a few things. You think he did everything right? He didn't do this. I didn't. Right? He said, Yeah, I'm sorry. When he said, I am sorry, in that short time, God told, This man don't gone far. He said, Go back, go ahead and tell him again 15 more years. We think as he was you know, I don't have time now to analyze it. Go ahead and read it. What you just need to do is read the Thanksgiving after. That's when you know that Ezekiel was not beating his chest. He did when he started praying. God warned him: don't say that again. So Ezekiah will say, Lord, thank you for your affliction. Before I was afflicted, I thought I was good. But now I obey your word. Why? Because I have insight. I have understanding. That's what prayer does. So we can take a whole more, like I was saying. Take that segment and begin to pray with that segment. Say, Lord, I'm thanking you for affliction. Yes, I needed a job two years. Those who, uh -uh, what is it? Those who did not make my degree in school, they were getting jobs. That is why when you are praying, you take time and worship. Lord, I thank you. I came out of school, second class upper. Those who did not do as well as I, I, I did, now they have jobs. They gave them official car, they are shining. Last time I saw Andrew, he said, Dash me $5,000. Lord, me. <laughs> but now you know, God said, Look, the girls go and worship. Father, I thank you. Thank you that my friends didn't remember me. You didn't give me a job, you gave to them. But they are my friends. Now can I just take five minutes and bless them? Increase them. Keep them. Let them know you. In my affliction, I've gotten to know you. You know, if I've gotten that job, by now I've been in UK for a holiday. But I thank you. I'm in Nigeria. Jobless. Your name be Washington. <laughs> <laughs> oh, no, I pray with Christians I we learn to pray like that. I'm trying to command everything as if life is at your command. What do you know? God gave you that authority, you will not know what to do with it. Why is it pouring water in Houston? You don't know. <laughs> so, that flood you are seeing, the angels carry bucket. they pour. <laughs> you think it's rain? It's not rain. Harvey, Harvey is the name of an angel. Come. <laughs> the lady he said, Look, that don't worry, guys. We'll inform all of you before we do it. So, all the Christians will be ready. The Lord is good. I said, The Lord is good. That is what we do with prayer, people of God. The word is working. Amen. It's transforming us. Amen. We'll read the rest next time. Because Let me just introduce it. So we'll continue from 73. So your hands have made me and fashioned me. Give me understanding that I may learn your commandments. May those who fear you see me and be glad because I wait for your word. Now that 73 is very important. Your hands have made me and fashioned me. Let me know where I was born, that I may able live and fulfill your word. That's what it was in 73. So your hand made me, fashioned me. Give me understanding that I may learn your commandments. That is God, let me know why you did it. What was I born to fulfill? It's an important. These are the important prayers. That's another prayer. Another one week fasting. You take some time on the affliction segment. Another time on why was I born segment. That's the next one David was not talking about. Your hand made me. Your hand formed me. There is a reason. Give me understanding. Let me not pursue what everybody else is pursuing. Let me realize that my assignment is different from theirs. Help me to know it. Let's rest our feet. Let's pray. We'll continue from that same next time. I've spoken that Remember, it's our school of prayer. It's what? Our school of prayer. That is where I are learning. Let's practice what we have learned. Everybody begin to give thanks for affliction. Everybody begin to give thanks for affliction. Say, Lord, I thank you. Before I was afflicted, I I I went astray. Now I obey your word. Remember something that you know you were you were you 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 were angry about. You were hurt by. It's an affliction. Remember a disappointment. It's an affliction. Remember an illness. It's an affliction. Remember a loss. They are all afflictions. Say, Lord, thank you for my affliction. Before I was afflicted, I went astray. Now I obey your word. Let us pray. Let us pray. Say, Lord, thank you. I know you are working in me. All things work together for good to them that love you, to them who are called according to your purpose. Say, Lord, it may may not have felt good, but I know it was good. You do good. Yes, you do good. You do good. Even if it's discipline, you do good. Thank God. Say, Lord, I thank you for the good you are doing in me. Thank you for the delay that I have suffered. Say, Lord, thank you for the delay that I have suffered. It's not because you are powerless, but because you are working in me. Say, Lord, I thank you. Your word is working. Your word is working. You are working in me. Lord, your word is working. You are working in me. Your word is working. Say, Lord, your word is working in me begin to mention those things those things that before now they used to pain you they used to pain you when you remember it hurts your soul say lord give me understanding you know david said that david said say lord give me understanding give me insight give me insight ah you later on read it said in your faithfulness you have afflicted me That's what David said. He said, Teach me good discernment and knowledge. That's 60, verse 66. Say, Lord, teach me good discernment and knowledge. Let me know what I was supposed to learn. Let not that lesson not, not. No, no, no. It's worth thousands of pieces of silver, it's worth thousands of pieces of gold. The lesson out of my affliction to be terrible. If in the midst of affliction, that I pass through that affliction, I don't learn anything. Say, Lord, I thank you. That's what prayer is for. Say, Lord, thank you. The word is working in me. Take time out. Pray. Pray. Pray for yourself. Say, Lord, thank you. The word is working in me. Your word is changing me. Yes, yeah, bad things happened. People thought it was bad. But, Lord, give me understanding so that I would understand what exactly was happening in my life. Give me good insight. Give me good knowledge. I suffered delays. Thank you. I was the best in my class, but things didn't work out well. Say said, Lord, thanks for proving to me that the race is not the swift, that the battle is not the strong. Lord, help me. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you for proving it to me. Now I know that it's of the Lord that shows mercy. That secret thing in me that was trusting in my own strength, thank you for removing it. Yeah, it's gone now. It's gone now. It's gone now. Thank you for the disappointment that drove it away. He said to the church in Smyrna. Ten days you will be tested. Say Lord I thank you. Because my affliction has a number of days. But I declare. I will obey your word. I will be faithful. I will obey your word. I will be faithful. Help me to obey you. Help me Lord. Help me Lord. (laughs) Incline my heart. So your testimonies, I declare that your word I will not depart from it. No matter the pressure from the wicked, no matter what the cords that they are tying around me say, I will not depart from your testimonies. Pray. Each person, just use your own words because I want to pray about things that are personal to you. Mention those experiences. Say, Lord, from here I take out thousands of gold pieces of gold. From this, I take out thousands of pieces of silver. I take out eternal lessons. Growth in Christ. Because of affliction. Lord, you do good even in the midst of my affliction. Say, Lord, you are reviving me according to your word. You are reviving me according to your word. You are building me up to what I'm supposed to be. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Let's give the Lord thanks. That's the prayer of believers. It's called seeking first the kingdom of God and his righteousness. Say, Lord, let that kingdom be birthed in me. Lord, let it be birthed. Let it be birthed in me. Lord, let it be birthed in me. Lord, let the kingdom, let it be birthed in me. Lord, we give you thanks. In the name of Jesus, we have prayed. Our Father, we thank you. Thank you that you are good. Let's just read that portion again. I just feel like we should just read that portion. Everybody, bring out your Bible. We are ended up to 72, just 65 to 72. We'll just read that one, and then we will share the grace and take a few announcements and go. Now we are going to read it together. All right, I'm not. I'll just guide by mentioning the verses here and there, but just read it from the beginning to the end, from verse 65. We are ending in 72, all right? 1-2, let's go. You have dealt well with your servant, O oh Lord, according to your word. Teach me good discernment and knowledge, for I believe in your commandments. Before I was afflicted, I went astray, but now I keep your word. 68, you are good and you do good. Teach me your statutes. The arrogant have forced a lie against me. With all my heart, I will observe your precepts. Their heart is covered with fat, but I delight in your law. 71. It is good for me that I was afflicted, that I may learn your statutes. 72. The law of your mouth is better to me than thousands of gold and silver pieces. That is, David may have lost thousands of gold and silver pieces, but the lessons were more valuable. Whatever you have lost, the lessons are more valuable. Amen. I said the lessons are more valuable. Amen. And guess what? In this life, you will prove it one day. Amen. In the name of Jesus Christ. Amen. Our Father will give you thanks. Thank you for the beauty of your word. Thank you for the Christ that you are birthing, bringing forth in us. The image of Christ is being formed in us. Because of that, Lord, we say the word is working. Everybody say after me, the word is working. Word is working. In, my life, is working. in my life, it is working. Say the word is working. The word is working. It's cleaning, out it's cleaning out every uncleanness. It's removing every godlessness. It's removing, every godlessness. It's removing, unbelief. It's removing unbelief. It's removing fear. It's removing, fear. It's removing, anxiety. It's removing anxiety. Say the word, the word is working. It's building me up into the image of Christ. The, image the, word of Christ. the word is working in it's making me. Think like my father. It's making me think like my father. The God. word is working in me. It's making the Spirit of Christ shine through me. Say, I'm not the person I used to be. Because the Word is working. See, that, that same Spirit that raised Jesus from the dead from is working in me. It's, in it's, giving me. it's giving life to my Say, mortal body. Say, the Word is working. In Jesus' name. Is. Now, let's share the grace in fellowship. Are we ready? One, two, let's go. Because of the grace of our Lord Jesus Christ, surely we have passed out of death and we have passed into life. We have passed out of darkness into the light of Christ. We have passed out from under the curse into the blessing. All things have passed away in our lives. We are now filled with the spirit of Christ. We live above sin and walk above the devil because we are seated high above with Christ. This is our season of multiplication and dominion in the name of Jesus Christ. Amen. Please bless somebody beside you. This is your season of multiplication and dominion. Bless another person, please. This is your season of multiplication and dominion. Bless one more person, one more person. This is your season of multiplication. In one for yourself, this is my season of multiplication and dominion. Why is it louder when I say for yourself? We bless one more person. This is your season of multiplication and dominion. All right, chair of brethren. God bless you. (laughs)